I'm Morgan. And I'm Trisha. And we are first time new moms. Join us on this crazy, beautiful ride of momhood where we mom cast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom. This is Mom Jeans and Minivans for the perfectly imperfect mom. Yay! <laughs> Success! There are three voices. It's not an echo. <laughs> We have my, this is Trisha speaking. We have my friend Kat on the mic tonight. Welcome, Kat. Welcome, welcome. (laughs) We love having guests on our show. Yes. Now, how do you and Kat know each other? What's the connection? Soccer. Nice. And college or present? Present. Or all the above? In between. (laughs) In between college and present. (laughs) I moved up to Orange County in 14 started soccer probably around there so probably you've known her since then yeah it's been a while and I think I had started you know a couple years before then and then we just hit it off and then we got pregnant at the same time popped out I well she popped out one I popped out two (laughs) yeah so you have an almost four-year-old yes mine are three years eight months their birthday's in February so yeah okay okay nice and what do you have girl boy I have two girls. They are fraternal. And I actually have them on my birthday. Do you like that or not like that? No. (laughs) Okay, good. I feel like every mom I've ever known to share a birthday is like, I love it. I think I would not like that. So it's kind of refreshing to hear you say no. (laughs) I told my doctor. I knew I was going to go early. They were due March 7th. And I said to her, I said, I don't care when I have them as long as it's not on my birthday. (laughs) That's why. And then when I went and I went in on the doctor on the 7th. And she's like, I know you said this, but I'm like, God damn it. But happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. And what I are mean, their names? Think about the girls. Not only do they, do they have to share each other's birthday. I know. Three-way? Th- yeah. yeah. It's a three-way. Mama's getting screwed. No celebration <laughs> yeah. for mama. It's not, it, I, don't, I don't have a birthday anymore. <laughs> no, literally last Your year. Your birthday is the, planning birthdays. <laughs> last year for the girl's birthday, I showed up with Remy. We had, you know, presents. And then all of a sudden, like halfway through the party, I'm like, oh. Kat, it was your birthday too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so yeah, you're definitely forgotten about. I'm sorry. It's fine. Oh I'm not a big birthday person anyway, so I really don't care. What are the girls' names? Uh, Aubrey and Evelyn. Ooh, I like, I like. They're Thanks. so cute. It, they are very sweet names. They are. Well, they're just sweet kids. And are right? you... Oh, go ahead. No, I, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm very lucky. I have two very easy kids. Everyone's like, oh, twins, and you're doing it by yourself. And I'm like... Ah, sorry. They're great. Uh, I don't have a real problem with them. They don't really argue <laughs> That's with me. amazing. They do what I tell them to do. It took me three days total to potty train the two of them. I'm like, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> can't relate. Really, can't really. <laughs> like it's. I'm like, it's not. Were as you as super? Says. Were you super sleep deprived in the beginning? Probably. Do I remember? No. 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 <laughs> That's how people procreate. We don't remember. It's all a blur. (laughs) That's how people have multiples. Now, have you been a single mom from the get-go? So she doesn't know my story, Trish? No. Nope. Okay. (laughs) That's the fun. And maybe, Trisha, you want to introduce this topic tonight. Let's jump into it. (laughs) I know. Speaking of single mom with twins, our topic this evening is all about single moms dating and all that that encompasses. So... Yeah. Anyways, Kat, your your history with all of it, because I'm sure there are many people that are in the same or similar boat as you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not as ugly as, as yours, but. <laughs> so do I. Uh, Sounds like I should so... be sitting down for this. <laughs> Trish, do it's... I get into the full details or do I kind of make it short? What do you, you think? can get... get into the details? It yeah, is you can do about whatever feels right. Letting for you. other people relate. Yeah, exactly. So whatever depth you feel comfortable with. All right. So my ex-wife and I, we uh, started trying for kids for five years, right? So we're divorced now, a year, but separated since the day the girls were born, or two days before the girls were born. Um, so we tried for five years to have them prior to having getting pregnant with them. I married a woman I shouldn't have married. <laughs> Um, we, uh, got pregnant, uh, a month after the, the wedding and she was never really there for me. Like the entire time, like she was just like, were you carrying the kids? I did carry them. Okay. So I was pretty much alone during the entire pregnancy anyways, without her 
having any type of support from her. Mm -hmm. Um, So I caught her cheating in November. I was about six months pregnant. Stop it. Give or take. Stop it. And I told her I wanted a divorce. I didn't want to raise my kids this way. I didn't. I wanted out. She begged and begged and begged and begged and begged. She begged and begged and begged and begged. And I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. No, I don't want to raise my kids this way. I was six months pregnant. I was like, okay, fine. I'll give you a shot. Right? So... Come February, I was going to stay with my sister uh, for the duration of the pregnancy because she was closer to my hospital. I lived in Monroe. I was having the children in Westchester. So I wanted, and it was winter. I was like, for everyone uh, that's my wife not from the area we're talking about in New York. Yeah. And my yes. wife worked. Yes. My <laughs> wife worked midnights. So if something happened to me in the middle of the night, I wouldn't have been able to get to the hospital, especially if it was snowing. So we decided I was going to go stay with my sister. Something, I get to my sister, I'm there for a couple of days. Something just didn't feel right like, with Ashley. And I was like, I'm going to check. I checked the cell phone records. And all of a sudden, this phone number appeared on the cell phone, on the, the bill. And it was like literally the day I left. And it just started. It was constant. I was like, what? I was like, no, no, no. Mm-mm. So your spidey senses just went off when you're at your sister's? Or there was something leading to it that made you like? She really started separating. Like, she stopped showing up for the sonograms, like, the appointments. Like, I was in the hospital two weeks before I actually had them for starting to show signs of preeclampsia. She came. She was on the phone the whole time. And she's like, I'm not going to stay. I'm going to go home, knowing that it was possible that I was going to have them, you know, depending on how. In a time where you're supposed to stay as calm and relaxed as possible, I can't imagine. Well, they, I stayed in the hospital for two days while they monitored me and the babies. Then... Um, I went home and then I went to my sister's like pretty much immediately after that because of the stage I was in. But the doctor specifically told my ex-wife, do not stress her out. Absolutely. Right? Do not stress her out. She's like, oh, no problem. No problem. No problem. Okay, fine. So February 5th is, I don't remember the date. <laughs> February 5th, I'm looking, I just had that feeling and I'm looking at this, um, cell phone bill. Like, you gotta be kidding me. So I called her up and I'm like, we need to talk. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Are you cheating on me? What's going on? She's like, I'm not having this discussion. I'm like, fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we're about to have twins. Fuck, you're having this conversation with me. So we had the conversation. She admitted it. I was like, I want a divorce. I'm like, I want out. How did you keep your wits about you in a time where you should be so excited, have so much support? That's the last thing you need to think about. Do you even know where it was just like all a blur? You just survival mode. I think I was in survival mode. Survival mode. Oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. Yeah, it does get worse. But you were totally in survival mode because I just remember as the time went on, it almost looked like Kat was losing weight. While pregnant. Well, I only gained 28 pounds during the pregnancy. With twins? Yes. And did they go to term? I gained with Remy. I went 36 (laughs) weeks. So like practically full term. Wow. Okay. But I was also yeah. sick. I also was sick the entire time. Like from oh, nine yeah. weeks. She had a really rough pregnancy. From nine weeks until probably two weeks after they were born, I was sick. Oh my goodness. That's why your girls are angels now. They're like, <laughs> mama, we're going to give you a reprieve now. Right? <laughs> my yeah. girls are awesome. I love my kids so much. It's not even funny. Aww. So, so <laughs> we had babies. that conversation. <laughs> they are. They are. They're my angel babies. They, yeah. they chose me. And I love my kids. I do. They're just amazing little people. Um, And you're an amazing mom. I I seem to think, I'd like to think that. And everyone tells me that. But, you know, I'm a mom. I don't think any mom mom thinks they do it right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We feel like we're screwing up constantly. In case you need the reminder. (laughs) They're like, I have an au pair from France and they're starting to speak French. And oh my god, I'm so jealous! I want my kids to speak French. They're and I speak Morgan Franklish was to them. them. French words from <laughs> as soon as they could talk. It was so cute. Mm. Yeah, very broken French. That's yeah. awesome. We've taken as far as we can go now. They know how to open doors, close doors, and kiss mama. How old are yours? <laughs> um, Charlie is three and three quarters. She will tell you, and Augie <laughs> is eighteen months. <laughs> They're so. I miss cute. eighteen months. I miss. A year ago, because oh now they're He's like such a little hand-bone. individual people, and I'm like, who? who yes. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Opinions so you are I'm like what? You call her up. She doesn't want a conversation. You're two weeks out. Oh yeah. So uh, f- so that was February fifth. February seventh. 
So that night, like, I don't know if it was that night or the night after, I just felt all this pressure in my head. And, like, I almost passed out. Had no clue. And I gained 20 pounds in a day. What? So I was just, go- and I was just like, whatever. You gained 28 pounds total, but 20 pounds in one in day? One day. So I Were went. You water weight? Yep. I went to the doctor for my, to every, cause at that point I was going every week. So that just happened to be on the 7th. So I was like not too concerned because it was like the day before the 7th. I'm well, seeing the doctor tomorrow anyways. So I go in and, and she puts me on the, you know, the blood pressure thing. And she's like, she checked the babies. And then she's, you know, she's like, you need to go to the hospital. She's like, you're preeclampsic. I'm like, she's like, you're going to have these babies. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. And tell me what preeclampsia I hear it all the time. I know it's a concern for babies and mama, but it, other than that, I don't know much. To me, I don't either. I know it's high okay. blood pressure and you can, mm-hmm. it's severe high blood pressure um, and massive weight, uh, water weight. Um, okay. From what I understand, it can fill up around your heart and and oh, stroke, scary! And it can, you can get a, you can stroke out, and it can put you in cardiac arrest. If I believe I could be incorrect in that, but it, it's okay. it's a killer. It's definitely a was killer. your okay. And was Jeez. your sister with you at this time? No, no one. I was there by myself, so I was dealing with what my wife did and dealing with the doctor telling me in two days terms, two days that I needed to go to the hospital and have these kids. So I go to the hospital. And I'm in the parking garage and I called my ex-wife and I was like, I don't care what happens, between, whatever happens between you and I, I'm like, I need you here. These are your kids. These are your babies. I need you here. So this, this, hap- this conversation lasted like an hour and I'm like, I'm not going to the hospital until you're coming. She's like, just go in the hospital. I'll be there. Fine. So texting her here and there throughout the day, she pretty much ignored me. Um, Stop it. Stop it. And then she it. told it's my like sister. Yeah. She and I'm wow. sitting on all these machines. They're trying to maintain my blood pressure with medication and whatever they could do, watching for contractions because they did they put the no they didn't try the balloon yet, but so they put they <laughs> it's, it's still kind of a blur. So eventually, <laughs> at some point, they were going to put a balloon in me to try to open my cervix so I can go naturally because both girls were down and I wanted a natural birth. Mm-hmm. That they could get in. I had my cervix was closed. My girls were not ready. They didn't want to come out. They're like, we're chilling in here till freaking forty weeks. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, yeah, they didn't. They couldn't get the balloon in, which would have opened my cervix. Then they're like, okay, we're gonna put this cream or something on you. I don't know what it was called, but they put something else in me to see if that would work. Um, so I started getting slight contractions, nothing really. And then my sister got a text from my ex-wife to tell her to tell me she wasn't coming wow right so i'm literally at a loss of words and then so then the next then february 8th i wake up my cervix is only had open only open like uh, a centimeter or two centimeters can i'm sorry i just i wasn't i'm still i'm still blown away i'm I'm backtracking for a second here (laughs) i'm just thinking for two people that want kids so much like, it has nothing to do about you guys and your relationship, but clearly your children's life is in oh, danger. It still gets So better. she just, she, what? It, it's, it's hard to wrap your mind around it. Like, I feel yeah, like I'm all of us have had so many questions, but it's so hard to answer because you're not her. Like, So my, I guess my question is, in this five years you guys were trying, looking back, would you say you both wanted kids equally? Like, we're I fighting so. for equally in the five years? You did? Okay. Right, there was continue. a point where it. we were using my eggs and it was that we got to a point where we couldn't try my eggs anymore. So Ashley tried, we were going to try Ashley's eggs, but it turned out that Ashley doesn't really have any. So we didn't even use hers. We, we actually adopted our daughters through an egg donor, not a, okay. an actual embryo donation. The f- embryo, not the egg. Okay. Yeah. yeah an actual embryo. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's another story. That's a good one, too. Um. <laughs> that is a good one. Oh, my gosh. I feel like we can go on and on. But that's for another so, time. So the 8th comes, you know, morning comes. They're like nothing, no movement in me, my cervix opening. Then uh, they're like, they put me on Pitocin. I'm having contractions every two minutes. They come in, Julie. They're like, do you feel this? And I'm like, no. And they're looking at it and they're like, really? Because <laughs> apparently my contractions are extremely strong, but I didn't feel them. Oh my um, gosh! Yeah, my ex wife, my ex wife's father showed up, and uh, he's like, "I'm gonna wait." Go your ex who? My ex wife's father. So my father. Okay. Yeah. He tried convincing her to come. Her cousin tried convincing her to come. I was terrified. I didn't want to have these kids without her there. 
So it sounds like her family was excited. Hmm? It sounds like her family was excited then. They were, but they abandoned us in the end as well. Um, okay. Okay. So, yeah. So they finally, the Pitocin was, they put me in the Pitocin in the morning at like five o'clock in the afternoon, six o'clock in the afternoon. They checked me again. I was maybe three centimeters. They're like, you need to make a decision. Are we taking them out now or are we putting you on Pitocin for 48 hours? I was like, I am not putting my kids on Pitocin for 48 hours. Not doing it. For someone that wanted to go natural, that's the last yeah. thing you wanted to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I also did, I know what Pitocin can do to kids. So I was like, no, newborns and stuff. I don't, I'm like, no, I'm good. So they're like, but you need to make a decision like right now. I lost my shit because <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't have, you know, I don't have my support here. Aww. So my sister helped me make the decision. And Can't imagine. They're, but they had to take them then because they didn't have some, enough for twins, especially premature twins, when one of them they knew was under five pounds. So they're oh like, my God. You have to. So I had them, spent three days in the hospital, literally calling lawyers. Uh, I couldn't produce milk because I was so stressed out. They used every drug under the sun to try to level my blood pressure because it was so high they almost didn't let me leave the hospital so that was like my first three days of meeting my children it was the worst thing and the best thing in the world because i literally went into that operating room in tears in absolute a tough way to start it was terrible and i didn't want to do it i didn't like the nurses are hugging me and then they pulled aubrey out and it was like whoa huh that's love wow huh yeah so it was it was every emotion under the sun it was great that's exactly what you needed right then. Right? So then yeah. I take them home to my sister's February 14th. I get served with divorce papers. I'm holding my two newborns in my arms when a freaking processor shows up at my sister's doors. Wait, I'm sorry. She served you? Yes. Okay, go on. A week after they were born. <laughs> go on. So get like, a lawyer. Hate, I'm going to make this rest is a strong word, but her so, oh, ex-wife is somebody I can it's use special. that word on easily. <laughs> I'm going wow. to make this this next part really fast and quick. So I go to court. The judge asked her if she wanted the kids. I think they were maybe three months old at this point. I literally actually before that showed up at her house three times with the twins trying to get her to meet them. She would refuse to meet them. She told the judge when the judge flat out asked her, do you want them? She said no. When they were eight months old, she asked the judge to have them if they could be put up for adoption when they were eight Mm. months old. When they were 10 months old, she decided she wanted to be part of their lives. And it was literally two hours here and there, and 90% of the time she would cancel them. She did not get fully involved in their lives until they were three years old. And she's she still not fully involved. Is she, like, mentally unwell? She's a cop. <laughs> she's what? <laughs> I love that that's your explanation. <laughs> wow. She's a piece of work. She's a piece of shit. She is, okay. in my opinion, so I think she's, she's involved. a narcissist. She's involved in their lives now? Yeah, she has them tonight. The first time she had them overnight was the most heartbreaking thing for me. It was like Jan. It was January of this year, maybe no, it was January of this year. It was heartbreaking for me. I enjoy it now because now I have a life. Person, yeah, but you're the biggest person to three years later Mm -hmm. to allow that person into their lives. And her girlfriend didn't have a choice. The the girlfriend she's with now is the same girl who she actually cheated on as well, um, which is great. So. She is, that girl is living with my ex-wife and that girl is trying to force my daughters to call Ashley mom and her mom. You You are a bigger person than me. You're the bigger person. I'm like, I'm speechless. I can't, I can't do anything about it. There's nothing I can do. They're in her house. There's nothing I can do other than when they come home and be like, she's not your mom. She's your parent. So I guess parental, like the whole um, child custody, when she said she didn't want anything to do. The judge still allowed. It's New York State. Rights? They want parents. They want kids and parents' lives, or parents and kids' lives. It doesn't matter. It doesn't huh. matter what she did. What they do. Hmm. Okay. It's. Uh, they told up. me she can come in and out of their lives for the till they're eighteen years old. And there's well, that's nothing clearly what's do. best for the child. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. So define define best for the children. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah it's it the, the court systems are beyond screwed up. The, the one time I really wish I had a conservative judge because the judge would have probably, a conservative judge would have put her in her place, probably taken her, not necessarily taken her rights away, but would have been like, yeah, no, you're not seeing them. I mean, most of the time you have to go through like a process and prove that you can, you have to be under supervision for a certain amount of time. She was for over a year. And guess what the judge made me? They made me be the supervisor. What? Oh my God, that's I so awkward. I had to be the supervisor for the visits for the first year. That's awkward, that is, but at that the same time. Seem, that doesn't even seem legal. <laughs> 
at the same time, who else will determine better than you? Super awkward, but you know, if you're going to decide, wow. Okay. It's the court system suck. They don't protect the children. And that's evident in what goes on in child welfare. So did you have more say as a supervisor, whether I, she should or shouldn't? No, I actually, oh. in the end, I have full physical custody. We have joint legal, but I have final decision making. So in okay. most kind of legal terms, I have full custody because I can trump anything yeah. she says. Okay. Has Thank that for come that. about that you've had to waive your rights and put your foot down? there were times I thought about it. Like she didn't even, she wouldn't even put them on their insurance. The judge had to like ask her like four times. Oh my God. She's a piece of fucking work. Like she is the biggest narcissist and I have to play nice to her because I, you know, so do but you, my kids make that, that, but you have the, to, you have to leave your babies in her care and they're young. Like they don't understand. They don't know. They don't, they will. They will, but they have to deal with that manipulation and yeah. ugliness. Yeah, and then that's a relationship that can hurt them. But I was curious. Oh, I already see it hurting Abby. Really? I was going to say, do you worry about yeah, the anxiety she and has. separation? She's major anxiety and anxious. She's very anxious and she has very bad separation anxiety for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that the last time I was there. Mm-hmm. Aubrey's like, see you later. <laughs> she beats her own drum. That kid goes and plays off by herself. Yeah. Do you try keeping it positive and not trash talking her in front of them? I'm not or... allowed to. But it sounds like she is. I don't know if she is or isn't. I, okay. I assume she is, but well, I don't know. The I don't... girls are getting to the age where they can start telling you stories. They, the relationship I have with my ex-wife, I open the door, the girls go outside. She opens her doors when she drops them off, they come inside. We don't talk, we don't communicate. The only communication we have is through a court-ordered app. We do not communicate. We do not. It's terrible and I hate it. That's... How do you do exchanges? I, just, I don't mention Ashley when they come home. We don't talk about Ashley until she sees them again. And when I tell them that she's going to see them, like, I don't want to go. Like, I'm sorry, but you have to. Oh, my gosh. And it's for one night? It's two nights every other two weeks. Every two weeks. Two nights. Oh my God, my heart would break. It's breaking for you now. I mean, I know you're saying you enjoy the good time, but I still feel like I'd be so paranoid. To, it broke. I went to go watch them play soccer today because she had them, and it broke my heart because once they saw me after 15 minutes because I was just standing back because I didn't. I knew they would come running to me, and they both started crying, came running to me. I don't. I want to go home. I want to go Aww. home. Aww, oh that's my God. so sad. It, it I can't. Gross. Like literally, it broke make my me heart. Cry. Yeah. I called it, Ashley over. I said, Ashley, I'm like, I'm gonna go pee, but and then I worded to her that I'm leaving, Aww. and I had to leave. Oh my gosh. I, I just want to like reach out and give you a hug. Back. Yeah, because you can't deal them. you can't deal with them like clinging on to you and having to like push them away to leave. Like I don't I feel like I probably would do the same. Like it's bad enough when I when Remy used to cry when I drop her off at daycare. Like and I know she's going into a place where she's gonna be safe and you know, okay. Like that's insane. So safe to say the hardest part about single mom of twins is not the twins. It's not even the mom part. It's the partner part with it's, the twins. Yeah. It's the ex-partner, yes. Yeah, yeah. yes, ex-partner. Wow. So just, you know, throwing it out there. You have these weekends to yourself now. Do you <laughs> contemplate know. dating? Not, it's not weekends. <laughs> it, it varies every week because of her job. Okay. Um, I did Do you try contemplate doing the, dating? I did try doing... I did was seeing someone for two, two and a half years. How, is that how long I was with her, Trish? Two and a half years? Oh, so I was, someone was it for, that long? I think it was about two and a half years because we met yeah. like four months after the girls were born on a dating app. And uh, Are there single mom apps, just regular apps? Do you just put preferences? Well, uh, uh, I think it was <laughs> like, plenty of fish. I don't okay. know. Okay, <laughs> yep, I know that. Okay, okay. Yeah, so there are so many out there. There are so many out there. Yeah. There's like... Plenty of fish. Yep. Tinder, Hinge, her. These are lesbian ones. Like her is for yeah. lesbians. There's okay. another one that was I used for like a week and I was like, yeah, this sucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the most. So I met her. I was with her for two and a half years. We broke up last September. Uh, I so finished. at what point did you let her into the girls' lives? Like they there had newborns, to be so many so thoughts. She, they were newborns and I had them 100% of time. So she met them immediately. Because they were newborns, and if it didn't work out, she wasn't. They wouldn't have remembered her. Okay. At least for those first few months, you know. Mm-hmm. And she was very involved and very 
she hands loved on. those kids. She loved those kids. Yeah, she did everything for them. She jumped right in, didn't she? She changed yeah. their diapers. She, she, she did saw everything. her first. Like when the pandemic hit, they stayed three days with her, so I can get to work and get when need, needed to be done at work. So she kept them for three days and had my kids for three days. She had them. Like she was their other parent. She was amazing. Um, but the divorce got so bad last January, it just tore us apart. The the divorce. My divorce with my ex wife got really bad. It was a three it took okay. three years. Wow, okay. So and I sold my house, I was living with my parents, so that was really difficult as well. Oh my gosh. So it was like the cards were starting you are to stack strong on lady. top of us. The cards were starting to stack on top of us. But I bought my house last year, last August. Um, and then her and I broke up in like September. Uh, the divorce got finalized in October and I literally, I'll went on a couple dating apps and put a profile, but I did a couple dates, like, but no one makes it past the second date with me. Reason like, being? I just don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. Like you just don't people. like the people you're meeting. <laughs> Uh, so I, I was still initially at the beginning i was still very hung up on my ex-girlfriend i was gonna say to jump right in there's like how it, can i didn't possibly jump be just ready? right in. it was like towards the winter uh, january february so it was like four or five okay months. okay and i date i think i went on like six or seven dates off these apps like i'd meet people and we'd talk and i i'm the type of person like i'll talk to you for like a month via text and then i'll be like all right let's meet has your criteria changed now that the girls are older and if you introduce someone into their lives? I will not let anyone. I've gone on dates and I won't let anyone meet my kids. Not yeah. at all. I will. I absolutely will not let anyone meet my kids. Um, friends have met them, obviously. But anyone I'm romantically involved with, I do not want them meeting them for at least six months. Yeah. At least. Yeah. I need to know that there's some type of future before I bring someone into my kids' lives because... Their parent, on paper, um, abandoned them. The person that raised them for two and a half years abandoned them. I don't want to see them get hurt anymore, uh, knowing I am the only stable part of their life. And I want right. them yeah, to know that I'm always going to be there and I'm not going to leave them. So I don't need to bring someone else in that could possibly leave them without truly knowing. It's so scary That's... because I feel like my sister is very much... Casey. Yeah, my sister Casey is, you know, she's a single mom. And um, I feel like she she doesn't date. She she's just she doesn't have the interest. But obviously people come into her life and she's had a really, really great friend who would love to be romantically involved. And she just doesn't feel it. And she's like, I want to so bad. He is such a great guy. He's he would do anything for me. He would do anything for my nephew Hudson. But she's like, I just don't feel it. Maybe um, she should just sleep with him and then maybe she'll feel differently. She did. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, and it's not even bad. It's just, eh. So, but I can't help but feel there is just this deep-rooted fear of it not working and having yes. to subject Hudson to that. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly she's what been it burned is. so many times. At least for me. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what usually what usually happens, like, f f the people in the second date, what usually happens that you're just like, What second nope. date? <laughs> Didn't you say you get to the second date and then no, that's it? No, they don't even get past the first date. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, okay. So I don't what are kiss, some of the things I don't that kiss are on red flags? Date. It's not even red flags. I just don't feel any type of connection there. Or it's like, I don't, I'm not, in person, I'm not attracted to them. Or there's no true conversation that I feel like will lead anywhere. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like, like maybe your heart's be... a little closed off, though, to really open up? Who, me? Never. <laughs> <laughs> Sarcasm. Oh, I, I was going to say, are you, are you feeling like, like it's just one of those things that with everything you've been through romantically that you need fireworks for it to be like, okay, I'll consider it? Yes and no, because like since I, I, st I stopped the dating apps back in probably March, I think, somewhere around there. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to meet someone, I want I want it to be organic. Yeah. I'm tired of these apps because everyone lies. Everyone says they want this, but then they don't really show up as the person that, that they portray themselves to be in their profiles. That's really um, sad. Yeah, so... Like, they're doing I, themselves an injustice by the doing best that. One it doesn't actually, make sense to me. The best one is actually, from what I've experienced, is Hinge. Mm-hmm. 
um, there are more in-depth questions and, and things like that. That The Hinge is probably the better of any of the ones that I've, I've been on. But I just got to a point where I was like, I don't want to meet people this way. I'm going to meet people organically. And I've met a great group of people, a great group of friends up here now. Um, a bunch of lesbians that I hang out with and the girls know and everything. And it's great. And I'm having a great time just enjoying my life and trying to better myself emotionally and physically so that my kids can be better. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. So hit me. Do you have like a list of what's the dream woman? No one makes it past the first date. <laughs> so what's on this like top five to make it to a, like a second, third, fourth date? Um, obviously attraction. I like, a, I like a woman that's fit. I like more mask women than feminine women. Um, the, I'm starting to get to a point where I, I feel like I need someone who's self-aware. Um, what do you mean by self-aware? In what they, regard? They know how to express their emotions and communicate. Mm-hmm. Without, because me, I have issues with that. And I need someone to be able to pull it out of me. I need someone going to challenge me. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. You recognize that in yourself. Yeah. Uh, it's, say, only been this, balance. it's literally been over this last year that I've been realizing this because I kind of not dating because I want to work on you someone i want to find me so that i can find someone that compliments yeah heck yeah um uh obviously financially secure because i am and i don't want to be anyone's mother (laughs) except for the two except for the two i have i already had an ex-wife who was like a child i didn't need anymore i'm I'm good um i don't know if i would ever do you work i'm guessing i do i work full-time okay and i also skipped um, over that what do you do i have two jobs Three, if you count my kids, but um, <laughs> I I actually um, work in telecommunications. I work for I don't know if I should say this out loud because everyone hates them right now, but I work for Central Hudson <laughs> doing the <laughs> phone system. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I should say that. I feel but, like there's uh, not an internet or phone company that people don't hate right now, so I think you're in the clear. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Um, it's highway robbery. <laughs> Any company. And it's truth. And I do real estate when I have clients. Okay. My favorite job so, is my girls. Second to that, I love doing real Yes. Things. Would you want to do that full time if you could? Or if do I you could. need your jobs? Okay. But I would need to, it's the weird thing is it's not a steady income. And yeah, I it, need it's too income. unpredictable. Of course. I mean, especially when the okay. housing market crashed, it's like, ah. Well, it, it's going to again, real yeah. soon. Yeah. Especially after that rate hike today. Yep. Yeah. I was just thinking when you said you bought, I was like, ooh, not the time. <laughs> I got in, I got my house at 2.9. Okay. Me too. Well, Mine's you are into real estate. at two seven. Yep, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, you are good. I'm not nice. going anywhere. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. But, so you know what you want in someone. I do. Is it something you want in your life right now? You sound so happy with your girls. Would it complete things? Are you perfectly content just working on you and spending time with them, or is it something you really do want? It is something I want, but I'm not going to rush into it. Okay. You know, a couple years ago, I probably would have. But now I'm not like I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm enjoying my girls. I'm enjoying my friends. I'm enjoying learning me. Well, and that takes up a lot of time. All of us. So it's hard to carve out time for anything else. And not that you can't or won't. But when you look at your priority list, you're kind of like, do I want to choose me or do I want to choose, you know, a potential partner? You're like, right now it's me. Yeah, and that only well, makes for a stronger relationship. She had feelings for me, and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I hear the girls calling. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. As you work on yourself, you know, you're going to become, like, more of your authentic self, which is confidence and just self-love. And that attracts those same kind of people. I have so many options right now, but I don't want any of them. <laughs> That's good. That's a good problem to have right now. Right? It's weird. I was driving the other day and I'm like sitting here. I'm like, like, I got fucking options. (laughs) Nah. I'm like, so I'm 46 years old and I got options. What? (laughs) (laughs) So do you like going back to a single mom of twins? Mm -hmm. I mean, I have two kids and my partner. And it's exhausting. And I think I have amazing kiddos. So do you have like a tribe around you? Like, I feel like I could use even more of a tribe around me. So I'm just like, how do you do it? I have so much respect for single moms because the few times I've had the kids by myself, I'm just exhausted. 
Like you don't have mentally that time for yourself. And even when the kids are good, it's just your focus is so much on them or you have to get dinner ready or you go do this and that for them. And I'm just like, I don't know how single parents do it. I have so much respect. It's so hard because there are times I have snapped. I don't think there is a mother that hasn't. I was like, um, I've Um, snapped almost daily. What? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel terrible when I do it. And I feel like a bad mom when I do it. And everyone's like, every mom does it. It happens. And then you look at their pictures at night and just want to hold them and like, oh, look at my little babies. Right. Mm -hmm. It's, It's frustrating. Making dinner and stuff was really hard but I now I have the au pair I've had her for about a month she's amazing the girls love her and when I come home from work she'll continue to play with them so that I could cook dinner or something and we sit at the table and we have dinner and before she came I couldn't do that like I would cook them dinner and I wouldn't eat like I lost so much weight because yeah you did I was only taking care of them and not me and that was basically for almost three years it sounds like at least the last year at least the last year Okay. Because when I was with my parents, staying with my parents, which is, oh. Um, <laughs> Not a my, good, uh. <laughs> well, my mother was a good, uh. It, it okay. was you just 46 your space. years old when I left home at 19. It's kind of like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that. You know, and I appreciate everything my parents have done and them taking but me you in. you needed your space. And allowing me. Yes, I didn't have my space. So it was difficult. And my mother being a mother would override what I was trying to do with the girl. Oh. So it was like you're overstepping your boundaries mm-hmm. so there was always that just clash. having the boundaries but your parents were doing you a favor mm-hmm. and helping you out so you're trying to appreciate it yeah that's a line hard to walk right mm-hmm. but it's much better now that i have my own place with my kids we have our own routine are you do they live close so they can pop in and out yeah my parents your my, parents see them okay. a couple my mom's actually she come in this weekend oh, that's right this weekend to watch that's them. right i don't know she comes all the okay. time to watch them so okay. i can go out <laughs> not all the time but you know what i mean yeah, you have the option. Yeah, and my neighbors are great. Like when we all got my daughter, Elbury got us all COVID, gave us all COVID, gave me COVID and my neighbors <laughs> COVID. My neighbors just happen to be lesbians as well. And so my daughter gave us all COVID in April, I think. And so we were like, the, the group of us, like the three women and the grandmother and then the three kids, we all just kind of became this own little family. So their family. You were your own too. little so pod. Have, yes, so they have my back. Whenever I need them. You've just like, like, slowly found this amazing community around you. I surrounded did. yourself with it. I absolutely did. And my brother lives around yeah, I feel like every parent needs that. Single, not single. Yeah. However my kids. Like, just like having your tribe is so important. Mm-hmm. When, the, when I first got home with the girls, I had an amazing support system of people. Um, my ex left me with all the bills, the mortgage, everything. She just left. Me with everything. Of course she did. Financially. You wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> right? And these strangers that I don't even know would, this one girl showed up, she cut my hair once, she showed up with like, she put out something out on Facebook and she's like, I'm going to come over, I have something to give you. And she came over and just filled my table with diapers, baby food, f- formula, like clothes, everything just filled my table. It was like the most humbling experience. I was oh like, my God. wow. To remind you, That's there's so good sweet. in this world. Wow. And then yep. I had friends doing meal trains and I had one friend stay with me for two weeks and we literally rotated so that I could sleep. Like oh God, I had an amazing support system the first few months of the girls' lives. It was amazing. It's so true. When you go through tough times and adversity, yeah. it sucks, but you learn a lot about yourself and the people around you. That's, yeah, that's pretty incredible. I'm lucky to have the people I have in my life. Yeah, you have a really good network of friends and even your family. They get on my nerves, but I love them. Of course. <laughs> of course. Family. It's called family. That's how it works. <laughs> well, yeah, my brother lives around the corner, so. Yeah. It's great. So, anything, words of wisdom or anything you would share with other single parents out there that might be struggling or have twins or all of the above? You take it as it comes. You go with the blows and you just try to be as patient as you can because you will get through it and you you can do it. You are stronger than you will ever know. Aww. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know you, I but like I feel like, like I want to give I'm you like a, a hug. I'm like a day out for my period so I can like stop saying things that can make me cry. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I'm at the point where I'm starting to change over and I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> It's getting hot in here. <laughs> no, I don't have that. It's just my, my periods are getting longer away from each other. 
Uh, oh, it's more spread apart. I thought you were saying they're lasting longer. I was like, no, that does not seem fair. Going yeah. into menopause and they last longer? That's cruel. No, they seem to be either really short to eat against each other or really long. I'm like, oh. Everyone's like, you need to go to the doctor and get checked. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Fine. Isn't that life? Do, can they do anything? What are they going to do? Tell me? You're going through yeah, menopause. I was like, what are they going to do for me? They can't do anything. They can't stop home, it. Go home, take an Advil. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I want it to be over with because I'm tired of the moody PMS. I'm like, I don't like PMS. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I- I'm ready for menopause. <laughs> right? I know. I, I wish, was so I ready. I wish it wasn't a process. I wish you could just, like, like we don't go through enough as females. Like, why, like, just, when it's time for menopause, it's just, you You have your period one day, you don't the next. Like, like why can't it be quick? Like, it's not fair. <laughs> Seriously. It's a process, a long one. <laughs> I hate it. Just, just like, testing oh. to see how strong we are. <laughs> can't wait We're stronger than men will ever be absolutely true sorry for all the men listening but you know (laughs) deep down for the three (laughs) men out there sorry not sorry (laughs) uh should we jump into mom fashions yes and before we do let's remind people where they can find us pretty much on all the different platforms out there you found us but the best way to show love is to share us Share us with friends, family, anyone that you think would just love taking a listen. Um, let them know we're out there. And if you're listening on Spotify or on iTunes, give us five stars. And if you don't like us, you can email us and not rate us. And Trisha, you want to tell them where they can find us? <laughs> uh, yes. Social media, we are Mom Jeans and Minivans. That is for Instagram and Facebook. And we are also on Twitter as Mom Jeans Min and the number one. So M I N number one. You got it. Nailed All right. It. So guess choice to go first, second, or third on the Mom Fashions. Mm. I, do I have to? <laughs> you have to. You just get to pick which order you go. <laughs> I, I, I guess the only mom. Well, I have plenty of mom fails, but I don't know if I should say them. But uh, I'll go first. I guess get it over. Yay! With. <laughs> Yours is probably gonna go be cat, the best one too because Morgan and I no, are like. No. There's, no, well, it's not the best us, well, Yeah, you guys probably have done. Yeah. It's a stupid us, one. Cat. It's the only thing I could really think of, and it, I don't know necessarily if it's a super mom fail, but I, I, when Aubrey was, I don't know, five months old, six months old, I left a can, uh, an aluminum can, soda can. Was she crawling yet? Yeah, she was crawling, or she was starting to pull up. Anyway, she got her finger in one of the, in the container at the top and sliced oh. her finger, and she needed two stitches. They, 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 the doctors were like, we've never stitched any finger this small, and I'm like... <gasps> That's oh what I was God. thinking, I think like, I a lot that. of fingers in a can. Because there's two stitches in it, and I literally, my ex-girlfriend was in the room with her because I couldn't, I was crying, I was hysterical, and I was holding Evie, and Evie was crying, and I was like, ah, and I'm literally out oh in the hallway, and I can hear Aubrey screaming at the top of her lungs getting stitched, oh. and I'm like, oh my they God. Could, they didn't numb it or, like, do anything? They, they did. It didn't, she, oh. it was probably, she was probably more scared than anything. Well, and there's a lot of nerve endings in your fingers. Yeah, so she had two stitches. Oh my! I don't think I finger. knew that. Yeah, you probably kept that one. Old. You probably kept that one oh close God. to the chest there. <laughs> oh, such a freak accident! Oh, that's it's my the mom worst. Fell. It's that's the worst when your kids admit. get hurt because how can you not be like, yeah, it's my fault? Like they're so yeah. innocent and helpless, and it's the worst when they get hurt. I, I'll never forget yours, Morgan, when Charlie. I was hit just her thinking. Head. Yep, I was just gonna tell Kat. I'm like, yep, I had that one. We were at Apple Store, and she smacked it right on their tables and it sliced right at her eye but it was she was crying and so I couldn't tell because there was just watery and blood everywhere and I just I had to go and I was freaking out called my neighbor who was a nurse and I was like can you come look you know because of course like it's what five o'clock so no doctors open I don't know to go to urgent care if I make it a big deal or not yeah I mean she's okay she has her eye you know everything's fine but yeah (laughs) it's uh, it's freaky. My daughter still has her finger, bleeding. so that's good too. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. They have their limbs; they're good. <laughs> <laughs> that's my thing. Kids fall and go boom. Yep, exactly. Yep, yeah. makes them more resilient. I'm not concerned. <laughs> yep, exactly. Shake it off, right? <gasps> Trish from soccer, shake it off. Shake it off. Oh my exactly. god. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you saw me on the sidelines already at Remy's games, it's a problem. Like I'm going to be a problem. It's not good. <laughs> it's hard to sit. Girls don't want to play. <laughs> Aw. Well, if it's, you know, when I was four, my dad got me into soccer. We played. We didn't want to play again. And then the following year, we asked him to play and be our coach. So anything can happen. 
Okay. Yeah. Anything. All right. I'm going to go. <laughs> All right. Do it. All Morgan's right, yeah, ready. I'm not ready, but like I was telling you. Oh, wait. Trisha cutting your earlier, arm thing wasn't your fail? Okay. Cool. No, oh, that was already that my one. mom fashion. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, that wasn't it. I was just relating to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's have it. <laughs> No, it's like, I don't even feel like I have a good one right now. I need to start writing them down. I was telling Trisha that or just killing it as a parent. And I'm pretty sure that's not it. So <laughs> this one is just kind of lame, but still not good. Um, so, you know, the Charlie, she can get herself into her car seat just fine. She likes to be independent, buckles herself in. And lately I have just been driving like a bat out of hell, feeling like I'm constantly late to get home because oh then Augie's here. Yeah, I just like, go, go, go. I'm, you know, so I have been started backing out of the parking lot at school because I have to do like a three point turn to get out of there. And I'm like, <laughs> Charlie, let me know when you're buckled and then mama can turn around and tighten you. Well, mama forgot to tighten her. <gasps> so we got all the way home and she knows how to tighten too. But she's like, she got home. She's like, mama, I, you didn't tighten me. Isn't that funny? Oh my gosh. Like, oh my God. You're right, Charlie. I did it. And I mean, she and no, it's not job, funny, but it's not as tight as it should be. So <laughs> but we're just going to laugh this one off. Is, yeah. Right. I've done that right. myself. Trish, have you done that? <sighs> I have done it before, but Remy has called me out before I can even pull out of the driveway. Mama, you didn't tighten my belt. Oh, sorry. And I turn around <laughs> and tighten it. Right. Yeah. No, Charlie thought she had it and she did a decent job better than mama did. <laughs> so obviously oh gosh, little miss independent <laughs> over there. So that's mine. <laughs> What do, you, what do you have, Trisha? Okay, so something that I have, speaking of, Kat, how you're talking about, you know, taking care of yourself, trying to be, like, the best version of you, something that I have been working on since Remy was born and am still working on and still struggle with is to just really stand up for myself, um, especially in, like, moments where I might not think quick enough. I have to just, like, I just have to do it. So a lot of times I just, I'll just, I, I, I hold back where I probably shouldn't. And, but I want to be that for myself. And most importantly, I want to be that example for Remy. Like I want her to be a tough, independent chick because this world is not kind. <laughs> and she will be. I've, yeah. And I've seen too much sexism in the workplace. I've seen just too much discrimination, sexism, everything. And I want her to stand up for that. So I have to be that example. Now, granted, this is not to that scale. And you guys are going to be like, wow, that is extreme. That is not, uh, yeah, to that scale. But <laughs> we're at the playground. And it's just her and I. And it's a local playground. It's right down the street from my office. And they just fixed it up for the start of school. They've added some new things. And it's a nice, clean playground at the elementary school. And I get there. And a lot of times, because the town is small, there's kids there. And they're a little bit older. They're there without parents. And... You know, they're going to be, sometimes they're swearing, sometimes they're doing inappropriate things. And most of the time. I relate to you on this one already if it's going where I think it is. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a bunch of kids there and they're hanging out. They're not so bad and they're being sweet with Remy because, of course, they're on the swings and Remy loves the swings. But she is staring and she is absorbing, absorbing, absorbing. And all of a sudden they all like start chasing each other and then they pick up and they leave. And I see all this trash next to the playground. And I'm like, you know, and Remy's like, mama, they littered. I said, yes, they did. So I go over, I pick up all the trash, trying to be a good example for Remy and I throw it in the garbage. Well, a couple of them come back. They have juice boxes, different things. And I feel bad because it was like the younger of the group, but he's the one who brought it. And I see him drop the box, take his juice box, go somewhere else, drop his juice box. And he starts to leave. And I was was like, excuse me. And he turned around and like looked at me a little scared. And I just said, you don't do this to parks. You don't do that. You don't litter. You don't leave your trash places. There's garbages everywhere. Is this the kind of park you want to go to? One that's filled with trash? They just fixed your park up for you. Don't you want to keep it nice? So he was like, how old do you think these kids were? eight nine all the way up to like probably they were probably eight to ten or eleven okay Mm -hmm. so he was probably like eight or nine yeah he's probably like eight or nine and so he was on the other side of the fence at this point because he was on a scooter so he's like i'm sorry um and i said listen how about we make an agreement 
And he was like, okay. I said, I'll pick up your trash, but can you promise me you won't do it again? And he was like, okay. Um, so I like never thought I would be the mom that's like disciplining other kids. But I was like, that's no, just No, I don't right. think that's discipline. I think that's teaching a lesson and being yeah. an example. No, yeah. I love the way you handled that. Because right. I feel like I it could be so easy. Yeah. And you, you didn't yell at them, scold them. I feel like you showed Remy a, res- like, a respectful way to handle situations. And you're leading through example. I think that was beautifully done. Thank you. Kudos for you because for it speaking doesn't come, up it doesn't and doing it so well. Naturally to me. To, no, to do yeah, we've like talked that. about this before. No, yeah. I would have been like, like oh, I should have said that. that up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shithead, come back here and clean up your garbage. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? And if... who knows? You might have made a difference to that kid remembering. So, yeah. 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 Well done. Good job, Trish. Thanks. But Thanks that's not a mom positive fail. note to end this on. No, but it's like a, it's like a, you know, self growth. It's something that's. That is, definitely. Yeah. Mom sessions can be anything. That's right. <laughs> First, thank you, Kat. Yes, thank this you, Kat, for sharing your story. Awesome, yeah, for being so open and sharing and telling your story. And no I'm problem. Proud of you. We might need I'm to proud get you. you back on here because it sounds like there's much more we could talk about. I know. I'm, I want to come back. No idea, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks one night. Okay. Yeah, my life Seriously. is. I've had a crazy ass life and you know what? I'm start a your, person. start writing your book. Start yep. writing your book. Dude, that book would be like 5,000 pages long. A chapter at a time. <laughs> Seriously. I need a ghostwriter. It's going to be a series. <laughs> there you go. Then you'll be financially stable. Stay home with your girls. Okay. No, <laughs> I need space. Job. Nope. I like to work. <laughs> Alright, well until next time. Until next time. Alright, thank you. Ciao. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Nice meeting you, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs>